You're tuned in to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Policy Division here in Washington, D.C. I'm Chase Adams. We're talking with Ethan Lane, PLC, Executive Director and NCBA Federal Lands. Ethan, let's talk a little bit about the sage-grouse plans. Back in September, uh, the sage-grouse was found not to be warranted for an ESA listing, but instead the BLM put uh, some prescriptive restrictions on land use for public lands ranchers, and uh, those prescriptive uh, range management plans are about to become a concern for a lot of producers out there. That's right, Chase. The, the not warranted listing for the sage grouse back in September was accompanied by resource management plan and land use plan amendments by both the Forest Service and BLM. Those plans are now being turned into policy, which will start impacting ranchers across the West here in the next few months. We've received varying reports from the BLM and Forest Service on their place in those processes. We know the BLM has generated a, a grazing memo that will be surfacing soon. We've had a chance to have a sort of an advanced look at that, at that memo, and it definitely has some items of concern in it for ranchers. Now we remember some of the components of that uh, of that plan, including stubble height requirements and uh, and some various other components. Tell me uh, what the concern is, how the concern is that the BLM might interpret this plan, and and what the concern is for producers on the ground that are are trying to graze these lands uh, effectively and within the rights of their permits. Well, as we get down to kind of the, the where the rubber meets the road here, we're we're really talking about the habitat objectives that are contained in those in those plans, and and how range cons and and, and field staff interpret those when assessing when assessing allotments and range rangeland health standards. Um, what we see in those in those habitat objectives are some arbitrary numbers, like you mentioned, the seven-inch stubble height, large uh, multi-mile lek buffers uh, around around uh, sage-grouse lecking sites, and and what we're concerned with is is how those standards are applied in assessing permits. Those are intended to be guidelines. They're not intended to be a a, a factual. Uh, I, I, um, I, benchmark to be to be either met or not met by by ranchers across the west that one size fits fits all approach doesn't work and 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 not what was intended when when they put these plans into place unfortunately the guidance coming out of blm particularly that we're seeing does kind of give some confusing instruction to field personnel and could lead them to use that as a as a benchmark which could, which could really have negative results for ranchers now, the reason that the sage-grouse was found to be not warranted for an ESA listing was because of the voluntary conservation efforts of, of ranchers and the voluntary conservation efforts of, of uh, other land users, mineral and oil and gas exploration. Uh, so to come in and put land use uh, restrictions on in, in the name of conservation when voluntary conservation is already working certainly has to be a concern. It absolutely does. Ranchers and other land users in the West have come together over the last 10 years and created 5 million acres of habitat just in the sage-grouse initiative, uh, amongst other programs. Voluntary conservation with this species has worked, and the population has responded by rebounding 63% in the last two years alone. Balancing this conservation ledger on the backs of public land ranchers in this way is not going to achieve the desired result. We know what works in the West. It's voluntary conservation. Restrictive management plans like these is not the right answer, and it's, and it's certainly not beneficial for, for ranchers. What's the next step for public lands ranchers? What can they do? 
as these planning rules start to roll out and 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 permittees start to uh, start to have to deal with them across the west we would encourage them to work with their range cons work with field personnel but when they start to see problems when they start to see those habitat objectives applied in their particular situations as a benchmark as opposed to a guideline if they're not determining ecological potential of your site in determining what's possible there and what's not make your concerns heard talk to us talk to your congressman let us know what's going on. We'll certainly be working hard back here to make sure those standards are applied appropriately and properly, but we need to hear from, uh, from permittees out in the field as well so we know exactly where attention is needed. Thanks, Ethan. Ethan Lane, Executive Director of the Public Lands Council and NCBA Federal Lands, and you've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until we meet again, eat beef and check us out online at beltwaybeef.com or visit us at beefusa.org.